All right, all right. Here we go again. We are up to episode number 45. And I talked to a oi street punk band all the way from Toledo, Ohio, with the name that they go by, The Old Breed. They've been doing it for a while. And I talked to the guys about coming up with some songs that they did. And I got two to play for you during the episode. Uh, they have a band camp to go check out, so you can find their music there. They got a YouTube page to check out their videos that they have and some live stuff that they recorded that you can check out if you like them. And, yeah, check that out. They're a working-class punk band. That kind of remind me of Dropkick Murphys. So if you're into that, check this out and crank those jams. <laughs> Uh, just dive in now, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, how how did you guys uh, form the band? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam and I had talked about. We're both in. We were had both been in other bands from Toledo. We had talked about getting together and like maybe writing songs for what like, a couple of years. Yeah, a couple years. years. It was always one of those, hey, we're hanging out drunk on New Year's Eve. We should start a band this year. And one day we got together and started writing songs. And then it just kind of got to a point where it was we were just throwing ideas back and forth. And then he started coming up with lyrics. And I was like, yeah, we should probably, we should probably just do this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's how it uh, started. I ended up finding Jason. You, well, Sam found Jason. Yeah, through Craigslist, oddly enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i'm sorry uh what what are all you guys names again i'm sam I'm okay also call me hooligan uh-huh. oh okay all right <laughs> just so everyone knows when they listen to it <laughs> and jason aka bagel is not here today he had to work yeah yeah uh was everyone into uh punk rock from the beginning or were you into other stuff or uh the three of us were travis was playing in a ska band but He's always been into the punk stuff. I don't really know about Jason. Jason, he was. was he? He's, he's a closet punk. Like yeah. He was in a black metal band. He played in a bunch of metal bands beforehand. Yeah. But in the 90s, he listened to a lot of like Epitaph bands, a lot of uh, melodic punk. So he uh, had a firm foundation in punk, but it just uh-huh. had the chance to play it. Yeah. He wanted to, apparently. <laughs> How long uh, have you guys been? Uh, when did you guys form? Or uh 2015 yep. was the start of it so six years uh-huh six years already. yeah 2015 is a full lineup we started writing in 2014 but yeah um yeah. added uh travis at the end of 2014 or not travis bagel at the end of 2014 uh-huh. and then travis came along uh later in 2015 not, yeah it was just a few months in though yeah do you guys stay uh, local then, or have you uh, been touring? Or uh, it's not the fun yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're weekenders. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, we do. Wow. Three, four, five days. Yeah. Yeah. And we can. That's year and a half has been pretty rough. Yeah. yeah. So that goes, obviously, for everybody. But, but we've, right. we've been as far as uh, which, what's further, New York City or Connecticut? Where we played. So we've been as far as Connecticut and all the way out to Minneapolis. Yeah. Um, a couple times now. Okay. So we need to work on getting further south. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we try to get out when we can, set up a couple weekends. Uh-huh. And have some good times. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you guys are uh, from the Toledo area then? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, what is the uh, the punk scene like uh, around there? It's it depends it's a, on the it year. Fluctuates, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've had it's we, a crazy ebb and flow. We've had some <laughs> great bands that have just like the spring up, they'll just be, you know, amazing to see. And then before you know it, you just they're gone. Yeah. And it's it's uh it's been like that, but the last five year stretch, it's been pretty pretty consistent. Yeah, and the bands are are great, but it's just like you never know when when it just that off switch will come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting <laughs> to see coming out of COVID, like what bands are still together. Right. The the thing that's cool too is um, there there are only so many of us here, so you kind of know everybody, and you know you know somebody in every band. You've yeah. probably been in a band with most of those people. <laughs> yeah. You're probably in two bands now with some of these guys yeah. from other bands. Right. So we're all, it's like really, it's a real cool, like close knit community. So yeah. a band might break up this week, but then two weeks later, you might be in a band with their drummer. Yeah. All right. Start another band on top of, you know, whatever. Like Jason's in like 18 bands or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody's just bits and pieces from each other's band. Yeah. yeah. It's a small scene. We're all in uh, at least two bands. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who are uh, some of the, the bands that you've played played for or opened for? Well, I mean, it's um, a lot. <laughs> uh, we've, done, we've done Midwest Live and Loud twice, so that was a lot of really good bands that we got to, we got to play with on those weekends. Um, got to play with Gangrene. Yeah. Uh, we played with the Antagonizers from Atlanta. That's yeah. from um, New Jersey. Yeah. And then, like, going to the Live and Loud stuff, bands like Bone Crusher. And uh, Axis Midnight uh, Runners, Midnight Runners, and like who's been through Toledo? That we played with. Oh, DOA, we got to do the DOA show. Oh, yeah. oh okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. we did the Zeke. Show. Yeah, we did the Zeke show. Doyle, his next song is a love song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys' latest EP, uh, No Hope for Glory. Uh, sounds like the the pandemic caused some some problems for for a split for yeah for some bands. Yeah, uh, the bands. I think that both of the bands, those songs were going to be on two different splits, and neither one of those bands really survived the pandemic. So we had been yeah. sitting those for a while and just decided to go ahead and do the EP. Yeah, we actually we we recorded those in 2019. Okay. Both EPs were supposed to be out 2020, and then. You know, COVID being what it is, and people not being able to get together. Uh, the other, the other, well, the one was supposed to be a four-way split. Uh-huh. It's going to be a, a true split, but 
the two bands we were working with to set those up both ended up um, going on hiatus. Yeah. They're not totally broke up, but they're not active. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. It sounds yeah. like uh, you guys have like a, a love for the working class in America and and feel it's it's been stomped out or buried. Uh, you want to talk about that? Well, we're all we're all working <laughs> yeah. class. We're yeah. all, it's what we know. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. mean, like, um, right, right. workers, warehouse workers is what we do. Yep. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, like yeah. steady the client, just watching, you know, your uh, your trade or whatever you're doing, getting less and less of a fair cut. Yeah. Aggravating and less <laughs> respect. Like, yeah. Um, a lot of times people tend to look down, not so much in the Midwest, but other parts of the country, I'd say more, you know, people tend to look down at people who are working in a factory or, you know, not living the rat race out there wearing right. five in a suit and tie. Yeah. But, you know, without us, nothing else is happening in this country. Right. We right. build the goods or deliver the goods. Yeah. It kind of, it, it showed that during the pandemic too, because, you know, even though that was going on, we still had to sh- go up there, show up, and do the job. Yeah. While everyone stayed home. Yeah, we worked every day during that pandemic. Yeah, there was no shutdown for any of us. I don't believe. Oh, I got a, I got a couple weeks. You know? uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people, people need those cards, so we got back to work pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Did it, any of you uh, receive, receive like any extra money for having to come in, or or? <laughs> oh, no. There was no hazard pay on our part. I might. Yeah. Yeah, no. I will, I will say the company I worked for gave us a couple of gift cards. To yeah. like, uh, <laughs> we were to like local restaurants. Okay. I don't actually live in Toledo. I, support. I live out uh, a little south of here. Yeah. And so it was actually kind of a cool gesture to support um, some of the smaller community restaurants and whatnot. Okay, yeah, yeah. We give them props for that, but at the same time, you know. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah now to go to a restaurant you know they all tell you you know as you come in you know bear with us we only have so many people you yeah. know yeah. but i mean that that's that's a reflection on itself about you know what working class people are getting paid right work and they just you know you know a lot of people probably got you know uh, laid off or if you're in the service industry and you were working at a restaurant and shit accept tips, you got you got a year, six months to go to go to school to learn how to do something else. You're not gonna go back to that job. Right, right, right. It was a, I think it should it was it's it was an eye opener, but not to the I think a lot of people are still keeping their eyes shut to right. that really showed about how our economy works. Yeah. Yeah. Or or our country in general with anything, <laughs> if it doesn't affect them, it, it's not a problem <laughs> until it is a problem. So I have uh, written down uh, for two songs uh, to play for you guys: uh, "At the Wake" and "Work Till You Die." Uh, you want to talk about uh, "At the Wake," uh, the lyrics, or how you came up with the song? Yeah, um, a good friend of mine passed away in. They had a little get together at the bar, like um, the bar where his bands used to play and where he used to book at, actually. And so it was, it was a good time seeing all those people 
you know, we're good friends with Danny. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, it triggered, you know, the, the thought that, um, you know, we're here for a short time. We got to yeah. sign with our friends and we got to have the good times that we can. And right. we don't know we're not going to be here forever. Yeah. That's where that one came from for sure. Yeah. yeah. Directly from that wake. Yeah. Here, here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> here to have the best time that yeah. we can. <laughs> yeah. To us. All right. Okay. Yeah. So you've been sitting on the, them songs for a while then. Have you been uh, working on any more or? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, during COVID, uh, that give you time to. Yeah, it gave us time to. Um, I mean, normally we'd re- like rehearse a set, like a couple of sets, or you know, a bunch of different stuff. Make sure that you know we had, we had a collection of songs that we could play at any given time. You know, right. Um, and not play the same set list every every time we you know went somewhere to play. So. Yeah. Um, instead of having to work on our, our like back catalog of stuff, yeah. you, could, you know, basically put it all the way aside and be like, yeah. let's just hammer out some new stuff. Some new stuff. Yeah. Um, so and a lot of the newer stuff, I feel like is it's expanding. I mean, it's it's punk rock. It's still it's still, you know, within the Oi street punk sound. Right. It right. goes a little bit further out, you know, outside of our box. Right, right. I think the EP does too. Uh, it's an expansion on what we had done on the, the first two records. Yeah, I, I gave it a listen the other day, and it reminded me of like a Gnostic Front and like that that type of uh, hardcore punk. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, so you guys uh, play around that area. Is there any certain uh, bars or clubs that is considered like a, a home club or a home bar or something? Well, there, um, we had a, a split tape that we did with another area band, uh, actually Sam's other band, The Waltz, yeah. a couple of years ago before they uh, folded. Yeah. Um, they were called The Waltz, but the, the uh, name of that tape was Stories from Front and Main, and the album artwork is inside the club of Frankie's, downtown Toledo. But um, that since uh, it's not quite shuttered, but no one's running it right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Toledo is still kind of on a... As far as like venues for original music, the, there's a couple band. There's a couple venues that are finally opening back up and booking. Yeah, there. It's not. There hasn't been a big rush. So yeah, I yeah. guess our, our home right now is the Ottawa Tavern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's one joint right now that's really doing it. So. <laughs> this has been a, like a Midwest mainstay for quite a while. Like it's a lot of up and coming band stop. It's a mid sized I don't even know if it's mid-sized. It's a smaller venue. Uh-huh. And so, uh, like, that's where we play with DOA. You know, I've seen, saw Madball there, which was seemed weird, but that place was packed. Oh, okay. Dognostic front there. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's Street Dog used to play there. Uh-huh. So up-and-coming touring band venue. Yeah. You know, for us locals, it's just a... It's our. It was our band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we basically all grew up playing there. Yeah, yeah. Going yeah. there or whatever yeah. it was the one place that would let you in when you were fifteen and didn't care what. You uh, did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You go in, going at fifteen, and when one weekend you maybe you saw your your favorite band, and then the next weekend you were playing there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't made it out to Toledo uh, a, a few uh, months ago. Um, I went out to the the Hocking Hills State Park and and did that for a while. Uh, yeah, did that for like a three hours south south it, of here. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Just say that again. Yeah. Uh, how how are uh, how is it like uh, in Toledo around that area? Did you all grow up there? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like um, working. We're forty five minutes from Detroit, so we're just, oh, okay. We're like a we're like suburb. A we're like a suburb of Detroit. <laughs> yeah. But that's all like working class, like a lot of automotive, a lot of, you know, it used to be a big dock working town. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I would say smaller version of Detroit, really. Maybe yeah, a little you know quieter, I mean, not, little quieter. Not, not so spread out. Detroit's really spread out. Yeah. Everything in Toledo, you can get from one side of Toledo to the other in like 20 minutes, depending on construction, which is nonstop here. Yeah. Those drivers. They do. So, <laughs> Same as Illinois. <laughs> yeah. They just love when that warm starts and then it's construction season yeah. <laughs> and it's construction season, tear up the roads and replant them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we can uh, get into uh, playing uh, at the wake then, and then uh, we can come back and talk about the album some more. All right. Sounds good. All right. talking about uh the album no hope for glory what's that ep uh mean for you guys when when you came up with it was it a a collection of stuff you had before and then decided to come up with it or yeah like you said it was it was songs for two splits and we just decided to go ahead and release it as an ep after the year and a half yeah and uh no hope for glory is one of the lines in the song um work till you die work till you die Actually, Travis came up with the name for the EP. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, oh, yeah, that's good. Let's use that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there uh, any any stories of any of the songs that uh, you guys recorded? Uh, well, 
they all kind of mean something. Spirit of 34 is for sure. Yeah, yeah that's definitely a close to home, like local thing. It has to do with the, what was it? The, it was it wasn't the, champion. Um, the Autolite riots. The Autolite spark plug riots. Okay. Green riots back in 1934. Yeah, it was, so, it's considered one of, one of the uh, defining moments in labor, in the labor movement of that era. Uh-huh. It was a big thing where, you know, the workers got together and they're like, they were sick of the conditions and they're sick of the pay. Yeah. And it actually pulled in other workers from other unions in the area and it grew to basically, it was the, the basics of it was a two week war between the National Guard and these workers. Oh, okay. It actually ended up lasting almost a month. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the workers won and they got better pay and better treatment. It's kind of like what's going now in uh, uh, like the Portland area. It's uh, so hot there and uh, the workers are still having to, uh, for the restaurants, you know, cook, cook in uh, restaurants that don't have proper uh, air ventilation and stuff like that. And a lot of them decided to uh, go on strike uh, this past week or whatever. The restaurants don't want to cave and the, the workers had enough. So they've been out striking uh, uh, against it. But the, the, there's, a, there's a video, Sam made a video for that, for the Spirit of 34. It's on YouTube, right? Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's okay. It's got actual footage from the riots. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's got some cool stuff. Okay. Yeah, back to the Oregon thing. Yeah, it's definitely it's exactly the same thing. Can't be hazardous conditions. Yeah. I mean, what are you, what are you supposed to do? It's your life versus your job. And right. <laughs> Come on now, right? <laughs> yeah, job. you can always, yeah, you can always find another job. <laughs> and they're getting up to like a hundred, hundred degrees uh, up there, and have have to cook cook food in a grill all day, and with no with with no AC or AC that doesn't work so great, and the hot air ain't flowing anywhere. So yeah, a lot of them, a lot of them just striking now and. Be like enough is enough. Good for them and cheers. Yeah, for sure. Are you guys? Um, have you done uh, many shows then out, out of town, or, or is it something you uh, would like to do more? Or we, I mean, like um, I think we kind of kind of mentioned or skirted around it. We try to go out a couple of times a year and yeah. to different cities. So we've been, you know, we've been in Indiana. We have played shows in Chicago. We have played in Wisconsin. <laughs> Um, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, New York City. So yeah. I know, we, we don't get out probably as consistently as we'd like to, uh-huh. but we we make our rounds. Uh huh. Um, I mean, later this year, now that we we're able to book shows, we got a couple of shows coming up in the Indianapolis area, yeah. uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Um, uh, it's it's kind of a struggle right now because we just don't know who's still open. What you're right, right, right. It's not, it's not just bands that survived COVID. Yeah. It's what bars survived COVID. Right, right. And Venues and bars and yeah. yeah. Well, and then just bars that'll book original bands. Right, right. Or otherwise, or local. <laughs> I mean, it's. I don't know why the cover band is king, but that just seems how it is. Yeah. A cover band will get paid, and we'll get forty bucks and a beer. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Y
Yeah. No one really listens to the cover uh, cover bands. It's just yeah. background music for them to drink to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then trying to uh, b- book shows with venues when it seems everybody is trying to book uh, their shows all at the same time now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be a challenge too. Everyone's trying to get back out there. It's, it's kind of bottling. It's kind of bottleneck. It's for real. Yeah. So many venues I can book so many shows a month. So. Right. Yeah, I kind of. It's, it's I kind of wondered uh, what would happen with that. Yeah, it's going to be what it's going to be for a minute. Yeah. The one thing I think will, well, will hopefully be nice is that, you know, after uh, 15 months at this point of people being locked in their houses, hopefully they, they're they more inclined to go out to a local show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Actually have some people at the shows. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the house shows end up being where it's at eventually you know yeah those are always fun to do and yeah that's a uh, like, you know you can do those whenever yeah uh-huh. you know if you can find them when you're coming through there's been times where we've been driving through you know cities or states and we've been able to like book or pick up a house show yep those are fun shows uh, any of the uh, out of town shows? Uh, any of them uh, stand out uh, to you guys as as being a a good show? Or uh, anytime we're in Madison, I was gonna say anytime we're in Madison, Wisconsin, we always have a great time. Yeah, uh, the bands out there, the the promoters out there are always really cool, and the venues are super cool. The crowds are great. Yeah, it's always a fun night. Rochester was really Rochester fun. Rochester from New York was really fun. Yep. Any of the festivals that we've gotten oh, a yeah. chance and the privilege to play on have been, yeah. have been good. So we did yeah. a what Northeast Oi Fest out in um, that was in Connecticut. It was in Connecticut. That was a oh, good yeah. thing just because there there were so many bands like we got to play with Liberty and Justice, Up City yeah. Stompers, Tate, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Forty Five Adapters. Yeah. That uh-huh. was just an incredible really lineup. Welsh and, boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, then we played uh, Midwest Live and Loud um, once without me, <laughs> once, <laughs> once with me. So one, one, uh, the one in Chicago, that was just a great time. I mean, like any, any uh, you know, boy, hardcore ska bands, I mean, it's just a great show. Yeah, and it's yeah. just fun seeing those bands, like, from other parts of the country that you never thought you'd get to see. Like, yeah. You got to see Bone Crusher. I'm a huge Bone Crusher fan. Yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, past Lars Fredrickson on the stage. Yeah. Like, uh, I can't uh, say something stupid. I can't. <laughs> 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 but, hey, what's up? Then I met like uh, Graham Saxby from the Warriors the one year. And it's just always so much fun playing yeah. those festivals where you get to see bands. Like I said, that you don't necessarily think you're ever going to be able to see being stuck in the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Tour, but, and then you create a lead. Oh, they come up from Texas. <laughs> Those guys are amazing. Every time. <laughs> when you do festivals like that, do you get to uh, talk with the other bands or is it? Uh, yeah. It's yeah. really cool. I think most of the bands are like, they might sell a lot of records. They might tour all over the place but when you get right down to it they're regular guys and yeah 
you're sitting out there, you know, you're out there, you know, you're in this venue for three days with these guys and, uh, yeah. Eventually you're going to grab a beer with one of them. Yeah. You know, right. You get yeah. stuff like bone crusher, like Mike, man, I sat down and bullshit. We talked about our, we didn't even talk about music. I sat yeah. down and have a beer with that guy and we just talked about our jobs. For <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. There's other people that you, you may know through online, like uh, Omar from Negro Terror. Yeah. Him and I had talked a lot and I finally, we got to meet face to face. It was just nice to be able to sit down and talk to somebody. Yeah, you know, that you, you've had conversations with. Yeah, you're actually actually having the real interaction of a real conversation. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that was, that's how yeah. it's fun about the well, festivals. And we've gotten to meet a, a a number of bands, and we're you know we're friends. But it's always nice to be able to like, hey, we're all on this show, and we get to hang out for the weekend. Yeah, you know? yeah. right. Well, um, uh, bare knuckle hooligans and um, uh, squared off. From Chicago, yeah. like those guys. Um, I mean, like we play with them a couple of times a year. So it's always nice to just be able to see. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you guys uh, come up with the shows, do you have like a, a certain uh, like friends bands that that you're doing shows with, or you try to find like new? A, a fair combination. Like you don't want to just book all the shows with the same bands because then, like, especially like whatever city you're in. So like if we're, right. uh, we're trying to play Detroit or something like that. Right. Can't always play with the same bands, but right. we work something out. Or if we're gonna go, we're gonna go out of town and like bring somebody with us, or try to like set up something. Yeah. Um, then yeah, there. I mean, of course, there's bands that we try to like. Hey, we're gonna be in this part of the country. Like, can you help us out? <laughs> or we yeah. want to <laughs> let's set set up this weekend and do uh, a couple of shows. And a lot mm-hmm. of times, even if those guys aren't available to play those shows. They they know somebody else local, obviously that they right. Like, well, we can't make this one, but so and so, you guys should hook up with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send okay. us the context. Let's get this going. Right. Yeah. Nice. That helps out everyone. Then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, so the the, the other song on the EP, uh, "Work Till You Die." Uh, you guys want to talk about that one? Then uh, mm-hmm. the the lyrics are how you came up with it. And... Um. Yeah. Actually, that one came from, there was a story I saw in the news where people, uh, obviously generally working class people, couldn't afford to retire. And yeah. that's the saddest. That's just, a, it blows my mind. Right, right. We're working, for, we're working for those golden years. And these people, they were just like, well, I can't afford to retire, so I'm just planning on working until I die. Yeah. That Which whole is... ideal mentality just didn't sit well with me. Yeah. And, I started thinking about like if I was stuck in that situation, how I'd feel, I guess. Yeah. Everything that's going on around us, where it's maybe our employers or it's the government, whoever it is, you know, they're not looking out for our best interests at the end of the day. <laughs> the stackle, yeah. 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 It just makes you feel like you're a battery for the company and they just plug you in when they need you and un- unplug you when they don't need you. Sure. And- yeah. And with the, the way and that it, things go, like you can't get a pension anymore. You can't get, mm-hmm. you know, you can't get all these things. So they're, they're you got to put faith in your 401k or like, maybe, I don't know, right. I don't, for myself, I don't know anything about investing or anything like that or how to manage that shit. So it's like, right. You know, I'm responsible for my own enti- retirement in a way. It's like, well, you know, I make okay. Yeah. But it's, you know, what's enough these days, you know, yeah, right. You about what's going to be enough 20, 30 years right. down the road. Yeah. 
know? Yeah, it's it's so, not a <laughs> it's not a livable wage at all that, that any of these companies are, are doing. But to, yet you hear about the companies making billions and billions yeah. in profits uh, each year, and it's like, okay, what you're making the profit, but can some go back to the workers? I yeah, mean, exactly. I, and that's actually just saw this in my job this week where we have like these rec sessions quarter or we're supposed to, this is the first one we've had since pandemic. Yeah. You know, we're making all these profits, record profits, but you guys can't make enough for us to meet the demand of our products. Like, like you guys are making record profits, but what are you doing for us? So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Right. So they want you to work harder. Yeah. They're not yeah. They, they can't they're not pay you more. They can't get people in there to complete the jobs. You know, we can't get enough employees to work all the jobs. So everyone's overworked. We're working. Yeah. There's guys that have been working six days a week. The past 15 months, there's guys that have been working six, seven days a week, nonstop. And they're like, that's not good enough. (laughs) 10 hour days, 12 hour days. And that's essentially essentially working until you die. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I I know uh, even now with uh, Amazon, you know, because they have so so many people going in and going out of there. Now they uh, aren't testing for marijuana anymore and some of the workers just so they could get those people to come in and, and, and do whatever they can it just opened uh amazon just opened a hub in south toledo yep. literally a couple miles from my house and it's like yeah i understand that people are hurting and need work but i, I, I yeah hate, I hate to see it the idea yeah we have uh just in this uh near radius we have probably about four or five of them warehouses mm-hmm. and it's like it's it's a good idea, but not how they're, not how they're doing it. <laughs> That's what sucks. It's like, you like seeing those jobs. You like seeing that, you know, that there's positions out there, but the yeah. way they treat their workers at the end of the day. Oh yeah. Job. No, better I mean, especially else. with a camera in your work cell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> no. yeah, the actual workers there in the warehouses and then now the, the truck drivers too, they, are recording them and you know uh they said most of the uh truck drivers carry a bottle with them you know they can't even stop to take a a piss or something they're they're pissing while they're driving and you know just work 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 till you die (laughs) yeah right it's the song yeah yeah like i i don't even know uh who who to reach to change something ab- uh, about that you know there's got to be some kind of i don't know regulation over the companies themselves somehow that's the frustrating part yeah yeah it's like you want to do something you want to make a, a change but is is striking the the, the uh, only thing that is, these companies yeah. are right strikes and unions uh, <laughs> yeah. just like it used to be <laughs> yeah <laughs> And, uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe I should shut up about my UAW shit. But. No, <laughs> right. it's, it's funny. Uh, but no, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, it didn't work out for that uh, that that uh, warehouse in Alabama. But I mean, yeah, you get you get into issues with union corruption and stuff like that. But it's still you if you don't band together as workers, you can't really hold these companies liable to it because the dollar is number one to them, and they don't give a right. shit about anybody else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can uh, definitely uh, go into that. Uh, work till you die and uh, we'll come back and uh, f- finish up and uh, get your uh, get your links so people can check it out and uh, 
see if you have uh, any upcoming shows in the area or <laughs> so this is uh, the old breed with work till you die And that was Work Till You Die 
And that pretty much sums up what's going on in this country <laughs> with the workers. <laughs> oh, <cute. laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you, you guys have uh, any up, upcoming shows that uh, you want to talk about? Uh, we got a couple coming up in August. We're playing in acoustics, which is, it's, it's a local outdoor festival. It's been going on for 15 years. Has it really been 15? Then we're going to get out and do that. It's uh That'll be a lot of fun going to Cleveland later in August. And then September, we're going to be in uh, Indiana, fairly close to Indianapolis early in the month. Uh, September 25th, we'll be in Indianapolis at the Punk Rock Night at the Mel with Squared Off out of Chicago. Mm -hmm. and, uh, we've got a local Toledo show coming up in October. Okay. If anyone wants to book us for more shows, though, let us know. We're ready. Yeah, ready to come to your town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, you want to uh, drop your links then? How people can uh, come check you out then? Uh, we're on Facebook, uh, the Old Breed Toledo. We're on uh -huh. Camp, Old Breed Toledo. I think we're on Instagram. We're on yeah. Instagram, but none of us know anything. About that if you Google Old Breed Toledo, you'll you'll yeah. stumble onto something. Right, right. Like, and, uh, uh, the Bandcamp site now has all of our recordings mm -hmm. and all of the merch that we presently have available. Yep. So, yeah. My support. And it all shows awesome. within seven days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shipping <laughs> time like a dairy. No, nope. <laughs> I, sure, I make sure I'm within the seven days. I promise. No, I said this, like you, you will. Oh ship, yeah, but true. shipping times may vary. Yeah. We, we don't control it. Yeah. For <laughs> UPS, just like yeah. steal a no, truck or something. Do that <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for doing this uh, for me. Uh, I'll keep an eye out for uh, any. Uh, Show's coming this way, and I'll have to come check you out for sure, or make my way out there. Check it out. All right, man. I'll uh, let you get back to your days. <laughs> touch. All, right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. The old breed. Thanks again. All right. And you are listening to a monster production. <laughs>